So welcome to episode two of the Pylon Podcast, Cantley Elliott, Blaze Review. The man himself, the best co-host out here, Jay Richardson, uh, oh, the Swiss Army knife. He does it all. Whatever, whatever it takes, baby. I go where I'm needed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I wanted to get your um, your thoughts on the. Well, actually, actually, I'm gonna start with your thoughts on last week's college football games. Uh, what did you make of OSU? Like, I, I think I think this upcoming week kind of seems like a blowout type of game. But after last week, are you still saying the same thing? I mean, last week was supposed to be a blowout yeah. for, for the Buckeyes. The final score looked, you know, 41-20, something like that. Mm. The score was not indicative of the stress that the Ohio State football team put its fans through for three yeah. and a half quarters. We know that. Here's what I'll say, and I, and I said this to you off camera, but people have to realize, man, um, there's a process to, 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 to building a great program. There's a process to – developing top tier talent right um we're in the front end of that prospect now we're usually in the back end of it where you just see the results yeah and, and people just get accustomed to seeing results right in the final right. four almost every year um playing big time games and you just expect that every season and then this season comes and we lose a game early and everyone freaks out and forgets like the process of what it takes to to get to a certain point i i would remind everybody the last time Ohio State won a big game early in the season, they ended up winning a national championship. Who, who, who was the game? I can't remind Ohio me. Ohio State got beat by Virginia Tech. That's what, okay. Yeah. They ended up beating Alabama later on that season, ended up beating Oregon in the national championship game. Okay. So I'm not saying that's going to happen this year. What I'm trying to explain to people is that losing a game early does not mean it's the end of the world. Right. And – People have to adjust their expectations. This team has a lot of growing. It has to do it has a lot of sophomores on this team, a lot of young guys who haven't played a lot of football. Right. Quarterbacks only played his third game ever. And now I'm hearing they're going to rest him this week against Akron to let Kyle McCord get some snaps and get a start. And let's see what we have there. I don't have a huge issue with that decision. Um, I just hope Brian Day doesn't yo-yo these guys. Like, all right, you look good. Let's toss you out there. Ah, you had a couple bad series. Let's pull you. Let's toss yeah. him. He looks good. Oh, he had a bad series. Let's pull him. That's no way to build any kind of continuity. That's no way to build confidence of either of the quarterbacks. And that's no way to get into an offensive flow. So, right. and he knows that. So, uh, it'll, it'll be good. It'll be good to see uh, Kyle McCord, see what he can do. Um but, you know, we're going to fall into that trap now. If he goes out there and lights it up against Akron, everyone's going to go, see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But last week was Tulsa. We should have looked better. Um, but our offense doesn't bother me. Put up 40 points. Good with that. They put up 28 against Oregon. I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. They put up, you know, more than 30-something points against, you know, in the opener against Minnesota. We're scoring points. Right. We got to stop teams from scoring points. Exactly. We got to stop these soft coverages because – Tulsa really ate us up. I mean, we made we made this quarterback Bryn from Tulsa look like Drew Brees. I mean, yeah. Drew threw for like 430 yards yeah. on an Ohio State defense. Like that's the defense. You take that personally. Uh, I know. I know. Coach Coombs went up to the booth and and they had Coach Barnes on the sideline calling plays. Doesn't matter who's calling plays, who's in the booth. Uh, I don't care if you were calling plays from the booth or the parking lot. The guys on the field have to perform. And they have to execute. And I also think we're over-rotating, too. Uh, it's it's hard if you're the first unit defenders. You go out there, you see something, you get burned on it. 
you're thinking in your head, when I get back out there, I'll know when I see that play again, right? You don't get another crack at it. They put another unit in there. They get the same look. They get burned on it. And it becomes this thing where like, hey, at some point you got to decide who our best 11 are and leave them out there, you know, for enough time to get into a flow and to correct their errors. So we yeah. hope that happens. Absolutely. Yeah. I think what's the spread for this game? Isn't it like 50 something or like something crazy? Yeah, it's something crazy, but I don't listen. There's always these wild spreads, man. At the end of the day, yeah, both got to go out there and execute early. Like, this yeah. should not be if last week should have been a blowout, this week it should be a blowout by halftime. Like, I, I would love to see us get a chance to go deep into our bench mm-hmm. and play the whole roster and get guys game experience and get guys confidence mm-hmm. and get this team feeling good about itself heading into the Big Ten season. I was going to say, yeah, because I know they play – is it Rutgers and then Maryland after Akron? Yeah. And I know yeah. Rutgers, they're still, they're undefeated right now. Um, Maryland, they didn't look bad either against West Virginia in their first game either. Know. So um, I'm wondering, like, you know, when they flip-flop the quarterbacks like that, do you think it's a good idea, though, to do that before they do head into the Big Ten play? Well, they're saying Stroud is a little bit banged up. He's got okay. a shoulder. And, yeah. you know, it was it, they rested him at practice this week. Mm-hmm. Um, that we do know. So that leads me to believe that there was a chance he wasn't going to be 100% on game day. If this was a big game yeah, and this was a big-time matchup, got a feeling they would probably start Stroud and not risk, you know, throwing off the flow. But seeing as how he's banged up and they're looking at this game as an opportunity to get some film for the other guys and get some experience for the other guys, uh, I'm actually okay with it. Um, okay. And maybe it's a good thing that he – that he, you know, get his body ready because when the Big Ten season opens up, man, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, the real deal. Um, yeah. Kind of got thrown into the fire early, right? You know, his first game ever is against Minnesota in a night game, a big, big game. Follows it up with Oregon game, a huge game. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't had the warm-up tune-up games like a lot of guys get to start a season. So we've got to remember that. And the offensive line didn't look great last week. Okay. So that so the offensive line, there's a couple of things you think they need to fix going before they head into the Big Ten play. Absolutely, I know our O line coach uh, wasn't on the sideline last week, um, and uh, that had an effect. Uh, but we can see the effect that not having a coaching staff on the sideline or certain guys on the sideline has. You just look at the Saints Carolina Panthers game, and I don't want to yeah. jump too far ahead, but Saints had half their coaching staff out with COVID. Right. by a team that we all can agree they're way better than. So right. uh, coaching coaching matters. For sure. For sure. And if you're staying with the Big Ten, I think Michigan versus Rutgers is actually one I'm really excited about because Rutgers undefeated too. Um, it was actually – this was an interesting stat that I saw. So there's four teams in college football that have zero turnovers all year. Michigan and Rutgers are two of those teams. Wow. Yeah. Who who do you think is more likely to have a tur- their first turnover this game, for this game? I mean, toss a coin. I don't think either team is great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would assume Rutgers first okay. just because they're Rutgers. Yeah. But I wouldn't be shocked if if Harbaugh's crew turned it over first, too. I mean, if both of them are going to – I don't I don't think either of these ball clubs are, are great mm-hmm. or going to have a mind-blowing season. Right. Um, I expect Ohio State to beat them both. Everyone's calling for – Everyone's kind of trying to call it now that this will be the year Michigan takes out Ohio <laughs> State. You know, I think this could be the year Penn State beats Ohio State. Yeah, that's they that's one. Auburn. Yeah, that's a team I'm concerned about. That's a game on the calendar that we should have circled in bright neon highlighter. Like, yeah. hey, 
these dudes are for real. And I don't know if it's a home or away. I got to double check. I think um, it's a home this year. Okay, let's yeah. hope so. Because, man, that's a rough place to play football at Kansas State. Because last so year they had it there, but it was no whiteout. I have my concerns. Uh, yeah. But Michigan, I don't know. There's just something about that Michigan game mm-hmm. that we just lock in for. Yeah. And we're still pissed that they ducked us last year. Right. Recalls. Um, so don't worry. They like, like they got something coming. Okay. Okay. Bet. And two two more college games. I'm actually really curious about Oklahoma, West Virginia. Do you feel like Oklahoma kind of – I don't want to say they're overrated, but I think it's kind of the same thing like with Ohio State where the score isn't really like indicative of how they play. Like I know Oklahoma, like their games have been kind of close though, and I don't Oklahoma think – Oklahoma really, been getting by. I was going to say, I think they – getting by. Oklahoma's yeah. like two bad calls or two, you know, plays away from really not having a good season right now, being out of the top ten. Yeah. So you can't tell me Oklahoma is truly a dominant top five team right now because they're not. Would you be surprised if West Virginia handed it to them this weekend? I think I think it's going to be a very good football game. Okay. And I think West Virginia has every opportunity in the world to come away from that game as a winner. It would oh, not okay. shock me if they won that game. I'd be like, I've been saying it since the beginning. I've been saying this preseason. I just didn't think Oklahoma was all that, you know. Just watch. I don't just watch. I mean, we've been watching the film, and I'm like – I'm not – when I'm seeing them, I'm not – defense ain't great. Right. Offense does enough to get the game, you know, won, but it's not, It's never – you never come away going, wow, that's a really good football team. Right. I'm a Lincoln Riley fan. I think he's a, a fantastic coach. He understands quarterbacks very well. He calls a, a brilliant offense. But when I look at this team, I don't I don't come away from the games going, whew, they're going to be tough to beat. I, I come away going, they, got, they, they just squeak by again. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the same thing for Notre Dame. Uh, you know, you come away from their games kind of going, hmm. Yeah. That was really right now. That was the last game I was going to ask you about for college because they have Wisconsin this weekend. Yes. Yeah. And that's a game I will tune in for because I'm curious. Wisconsin always has a, a great offensive line. They always have a, a specific style of running the football that they mm-hmm. execute very well. Um, Notre Dame has, has struggled in those departments uh, defensively. And as I, as I look at the matchup, I think to myself, like, Hey, no, hey, right. If Brian Kelly thought the team should have been executed after week one, yeah, right. He might really be wanting to go uh, uh, see some heads roll, you know, after this one if they don't come out there and handle their business early. I was gonna say, yeah, I feel like, like we said in the beginning of this, this weekend's not a crazy slate like the last couple of weeks have been, but um, there's there's about three or four games that I'm pretty pretty excited for. And switching to the NFL, I do have to give you credit for two for two things. First oh, of yeah, all, your what Raiders. I, what, I, what I call right. Uh, well, the Bills, the Bills and Dolphins, because you did say that the Bills are absolutely going to boat race the Dolphins. It was thirty-five nothing. So I, I said twenty-one, but I think you, you really. So the Bills had a rough week one, and mm-hmm. they are a prideful football team, and you knew they were going to bounce back crazy. And the Dolphins, I just felt like they were fools gold. Uh, yeah. Tua, Two of talent-wise, I think he has a lot of talent. He's, but he's, you know, he's fragile. He gets banged up, and their offensive line's not great. And I just didn't see the pieces for the Dolphins offensively. Yeah, and they got steamrolled, and Tua got knocked out of the game. And I kind of thought that might happen. Yeah, because when I when I saw the um, score on the ticker on TV, I was like, damn. I was like, Jay needs to go ahead and just apply for to be on ESPN like full time <laughs> or something. I was like, damn. So it's just, you know what, man, like, and like a lot of guys on ESPN, like we've seen a lot of ball played in this league. I, I played in it seven seasons. I, I 
been around it, you know, a long time. You just know, like, you, you can look at a football team, watch a game and go, yep, that's a good football team. And you can look at another team and watch a full game and go, yeah, they're going to struggle. Yeah. There's a certain elements that, that, that you need to have a chance week in and week out in the NFL. And Urban Meyer is learning that right now. Yeah. You know, like, everybody's good. Yeah. Anybody can beat anybody. Like, there's I not going to ever be like a, oh, we're going to go in there and beat up on this team. Like, nah, everybody can, you know, it's a, it's a whole bunch of Alabamas in the NFL. I think I saw a quote where he, he said that he said, it feels like we're playing Alabama. He's a big fan, Joe. It feels like we're playing Alabama every week. <laughs> like Every week? Every week. It was like Urban, baby. That's yeah. just the name of the game. Exactly. Like, what do you think? All these top-tier athletes all go to these 32 teams. They're the cream of the crop. Yeah. You know, I get into a practice, and I'm like, I remember my rookie year, and I was in practice, and like every day you've got to bring it. Yeah. Like even on the even when I start to hit a stride about my like second season, um, definitely my third season, where I start to hit a stride mentally and physically, where I'm like, okay, I'm, I, I finally – you know, turn the corner, understanding NFL football. I'm, I'm, I'm physically in great shape. I felt unblockable during training camp, my third season. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kicking ass. Yeah. Even then, the, the one day I, I came in, you know, BSing and just kind of like going out there and rolling my hat out there, I almost got it handed to me. And you're like, damn, everybody's good. Like you can't have a day where you're chilling. Like there's no chill days. Everybody's good. That's like I've always hated the discussion when people say, "Oh yeah, the best college team can beat the worst NFL oh, team." Please, I'm like, no. I'm like, don't don't. Anytime someone don't makes that statement, that'll let you know uh, a couple things. One, they've never actually you know been close and watched an NFL football game. Right. And two, they they definitely never played in the NFL. Right. Because anyone who's actually been there will come away and be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. The worst NFL team will roll Bama by forty in their yeah. sleep like it there's a there's a huge talent gap yeah at every position right whereas Bama might have a great d-line or might have a, a couple really good receivers nfl team everyone's elite yeah every single person has a skill set <laughs> every single person will bust your ass one-on-one no 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 no. I, I think i didn't really come around to that probably till i was a freshman sophomore in high school because I, I used to think that uh kentucky their basketball team the year i think it was 2015 yeah. And the 76ers were like, they won like 10 games. I was like, oh man, the Kentucky Wildcats would body the 76ers. And then as I got older, I was like, nah, that's not actually true. Bro. And here's the thing. Yeah. You got a better chance of that in the, you know, in basketball just because of the nature of the sport than in football, because of the physicality of football. And you're talking about 19, 20 year olds versus like dudes who are 26, 27, 28, fully matured bodies been been lifted now for an extra four or five years out of high school and they're grown men yeah. versus kids who are still 20 19 man these grown men will beat the hell out of them kids it's <laughs> not even a question beat the hell out of them kids oh my God. basketball because there's less physicality mm-hmm. maybe it could be a little closer of yeah. a score but even then the skill set nba guys all have a certain skill set that everybody can hit a jump shot every you know every, every everybody understands how to handle the basketball everybody it, you know, as a mind, it just, it's not going to happen, man. Like right. too many nuances yeah. between the pros and college. Facts. And I did want to give you credit on one more, one more uh, part of this. Your Raiders. I'm starting to think Raiders. they're the real deal. I'm starting to think they're the real deal. You see us. I try to tell people, hey, keep an eye on Derek Carr. I, I like Carr a lot. I don't love Derek Carr, yeah. but I've always liked him because he's a leader. Uh-huh. He, 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 he. He doesn't consistently – he's not a consistent arm talent, but, like, mm. three throws a game, you'll be like, ooh, 
Like he'll he'll he'll, he'll throw three passes every game, and you'll be like, okay, yeah, that's a nice damn ball. Like right. okay, you know what I mean? Like it's not like Aaron Rodgers where he'll throw like ten of those passes a game. Yeah, but he'll throw three of them, and you'll be like, okay, all yeah. right. And then they have a couple explosive pieces and Waller. And and they got a couple guys on defense, you know, that are, you know, that are, they just, you can tell they're no longer, like they're tired of being the butt of everybody's joke in the NFL. Like they're yeah. ready to actually like play ball with everybody else and they're right. doing it. And I'm not saying they're going to, you know, go to the playoffs and rock it. I'm just saying this is not the Raiders from when I was there. Like these guys play real football and they're going to compete every week. Making progress. And you found out that the Steelers got some flaws. Yeah. Yeah, Steelers and Ravens. I'm like, those are those aren't two two teams to turn your nose up at getting wins over for your first your first two weeks. So, no, no. no. And and we saw what the Ravens can do against the Chiefs. Yeah, in, a, in an epic epic Monday night game, you saw. So now you know what time it is. I was gonna ask you too because or I'm like, I feel like Sunday the Ravens. Night. They've been in two two crazy games. Their first two games of the year. I'm like, the, Ooh, the Chiefs. That's a lot then, of football to play, and you're opening two games to go in. The, that's a lot of ball. And 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 honestly. It makes me look differently at the Ravens, even though they lost, uh, uh, you know, the first one to the Raiders. I loved how they played. I loved yeah. how they battled. And they took that same mentality and battle to the Chiefs, and they won that game. And I come away with crazy amount of respect for, obviously, Lamar Jackson, but also a crazy amount of respect for, for uh, John Harbaugh. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this guy, half your team's in the cold tub on IR with injuries, and they didn't make any excuses. You know, they got Ray Lewis ass out there to leave yeah. him out there to fired up. And they went out there and they handled their business. And they played harder than the other team. Yeah. And they were physical. And it was like, yo, they got a certain culture there, a certain mentality that's going to take them far. I like that. I love the fact, too, that um, I think I think Hollywood Brown was on Good Morning Football or one something this, um, this week. But uh, I love the quote from him. He was basically saying, like, you know, we have Lamar Jackson on our team. You can't count us out. And just the fact that like his teammates have that much faith in him, and this dude's like right. twenty three. I'm just like he, he. So apparently he's a really great leader. It seems like so. What does that just, tell you about Lamar and how and how the people in that building, from the head coach and owners, all the way down to every guy on the roster, feels about Lamar Jackson? Yeah. They see him every day in practice. They know right. what he can do, and they're going, "Yo, we got like this dude's a baller." Yeah, and it tells you about how humble he is. When a guy's super talented. Guys know he's good, and they're mm. like, yeah, okay, you know, you're excited about that. But when a guy is super talented and a great leader, yeah. like a good, humble leader that's willing to put the hours in and sacrifice for his teammates, that's a guy they, like, really respond to, really rally around, really talk highly of in the media. And when you see other players talking about him like that, it, it, it tells you what's really going on in that locker room. Them boys love him. Like You yeah. see John Harbaugh go to him before critical, you know, third, fourth, and one. Yeah. And, and say, Lamar, like, if you want to go for it, we're going yeah. for it. I'm going to let you make the call because I trust you. Yeah. That's a different level of, 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 you know, that's an endorsement of this guy's ability, but also this guy's leadership. Like, man, that kid, that kid coming out of Louisville, when people were trying to make him a running back or wide receiver, and now he's a, he's, he's a, he's a, he's became a, a MVP at quarterback and is one of the top, I would say, one of the top 10 QBs in this league easily. Yeah. Uh, and a leader. Man, all those scouts can 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 kiss his ass because like this dude is is as he's just proved everybody wrong. I love it too that right now he's third in the league in rushing you. 
So it's like he he has more than Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb. So he's he's right behind Derrick Henry and Joe Mixon. Yeah. And here's the thing: people keep on wanting to like, well, he's you know he's because he can run. Look at the film. This dude throws the ball on a rope. Yeah. I mean, this dude has made some beautiful throws this season. You know, in small windows, with you know, using his feet to create an opportunity and then slinging it on the money. It's like, yo, what are you going to say? Exactly. Anything he wants to do out there. I feel like at this point, there's nothing else to say about him. Oh, man, it was the real deal. Yeah. And last question about the NFL before before we get the week three picks. Uh, Justin Fields is starting against my Browns this week. So I'll be real. I'm I'm pulling for him. I hope he does really well. But I'm like, just not against my Browns. Just not against my Browns. Uh, I didn't, they didn't have a choice. Uh, Andy Dalton got the knee. They had, uh, you know, Fields came in, was all right. You know, wasn't a, didn't light the world on fire, but he definitely brings you uh, a whole different uh, array of, of, of skills than Andy Dalton brings you. Yeah. You see the guys on the field respond when he takes the huddle. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little bit more energy in that huddle. Cause they know like, okay, this dude can make some things happen for us. Let's make sure we go out there and block hard for him and run on and run hard routes and give him a chance. Yeah. Cause you don't want your young, your young future leader of the franchise to, to stumble or look bad out there. Um, I would have liked to see him have a chance to sit the entire season. That's mm-hmm. just me. Whenever you have a program that doesn't have all the pieces yet mm-hmm. for a young QB to thrive, meaning like a fantastic offensive line and a couple go-to wide receivers and a system in place uh, that makes the guy under center look really good, yeah. which the Bears don't have any of those things. <laughs> um, it makes you nervous to put a youngster in there because you don't want to ruin him. Right. You don't want to put him in there and get him beat up and look at Joe Burrow got knocked out of a whole season. Yeah. And could have been, and he was and he was on his way to looking good, but you don't want to put your young QB in a bind mm-hmm. early mentally right. where now he's he's down on himself and it's not really his fault, you know, through no fault of his own. Look at Sam Darnold. Yeah. He goes to a, he goes to a crap program and in, in, in the, the Jets looks like crap and everyone goes, "Ah, he's crap." He goes over yeah. here to, you know, to Carolina where they actually care about trying to win a couple games and mm-hmm. put a decent system around him and then all of a sudden they're two and zero, and he's feeling good about himself. Yeah, it's all about the system. It's all about the support around you. It's all about the program uh, that you're in. I, I'm nervous for Justin because I know he's not a part of a great program right now. At the same time, I know he has the chance to make the name for himself and do some things that you know could 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 give the Bears a chance to look different than they've yeah. been looking. Um, Baker Mayfield, on the other hand, Browns, Jarvis Landry's down. Yep. That's huge. Yeah, Odell still. I don't know if he's honest, questionable. Still, I think he's not going to play. He's questionable yeah. now. Ain't. So you're really in a bind. Nick Chubb to me is one of the most underrated players in the NFL. Yeah, and I I think the O line didn't didn't uh, you know hasn't looked great yet, but I think they'll get better. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just think Baker has to play within the offense. Has to to not take too many chances and realize, you know, you don't have the superstar receivers like you used to having. Um, you, you can't force it. You got to you gotta just lean on the running game, move the chains, methodically go down the field, don't look for the big home run. Right. And rely on your defense and, and rely on, 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 on your running back. And if they can do that, they'll be cool. I'm interested because the Bears, like, I mean, 
their defensive line against the Browns running backs. I think that's going to be something that's going to be fun to watch just because, like you their said, the line got my boy Akeem Hicks on it. I was going to say, their D line's crazy. Yo, Akeem is my homeboy. He's from Canada. We played together in uh, in in um, New Orleans. Really? So, so I know him for a long time. Uh, we used to call him the baby rhino. <laughs> massive dude, right? Like 6'6", yeah. 350, and just, big, muscled up, just big, just big MF. Yeah. And, and he's had to learn technique and learn to play lower and learn – how to use his body and hands and he's gotten better every season. And now he's turned himself into just like a monster. So yeah, that's going to be hard to move the ball against that big motherfucker. I was going to say, yeah, cause I know they're, they're, yeah, that D line is no, it's no joke. I'm like, if that's one part of their team, that's there. Still they're got Khalil Mack who I'm, you know, he, he, even though his, he's not getting crazy sack numbers, when you watch that film, he's still tossing old lineman into the backfield when he feels <laughs> like it. And yeah, they did that. Yeah, that D line is still, you know what I mean. Like they got, they got some pieces there. So Cleveland's gonna have to really decide how they want to attack them. Um, Absolutely. But you got to go to run the football. Yeah. There we go. And so if we go through the week, two, uh, the week three picks real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said lot, lots of good games. So tonight, Carolina at Houston. Who are you going with? Carolina. They're 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 in a nice flow right now. Sam Darnold's confidence is going like this. Mm-hmm. Um. They're good enough on defense. Not great, but good enough. I'm going to go with Carolina. I just don't think Houston without uh, Tyrod Taylor. Um, and they got to still have some disarray in that organization. Right. Behind Deshaun Watson trying to figure out what they want to do with him. Um, not playing him, obviously, because you don't want him to get hurt. He's still an asset for you, and there's still a lot of trade value there. Right. But right. It, it, it's just – and they actually look good, you know, first couple weeks. But yeah. uh, I don't yeah. see – I, I got to go I Carolina with you. Uh, Washington at Buffalo. 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 I'm going Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, Chicago at Cleveland. Uh, I really want to say Justin Fields has a coming <laughs> out party, but it ain't going to be against Cleveland this week, especially okay. not with Miles Garrett on the other side. Right. Um, Nah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Cleveland. Go Cleveland. It's actually funny too. Side note, uh, Jadavian Clowney, he's looked pretty solid these first couple of games too. And I don't know if it's just being in a, in a new environment or what it is, but he's looked pretty pretty solid too. A new environment changes everything. And oh, by the way, on the other side, you got Miles Garrett. Yeah. So all the offensive line is the protections being set to Miles. Yeah. So they're like everyone's looking left, and then here's Jadavian over here on the other side, like. All I like right. it. He did one-on-ones. That's all you can ever ask for as a D-lineman. Yeah. This next one's kind of tough. I, I, I'm curious to hear your, your pick on this. Ravens at Lions. This shouldn't be tough. It really <laughs> shouldn't be a tough pick. Right. But Detroit looked, you know, obviously they struggled, especially against, you know, the Packers. Mm-hmm. But for moments, they've looked decent. Yeah. And it's still the NFL. There's always that one game, you know, in the slate that week that confuses you, and you're like, "Wait a minute, that team shouldn't have beat that team." Right? Is this that game where I'm gonna I'm gonna go against? Nah, I'm gonna still stick with Lamar. Because the Lions, they were giving the 49ers try a little bit of trouble week one. It was a, That's what I'm was saying. a yeah. They've had moments. Yeah. And then they lose, and then they kind of go off the rails. Right. Um, even with right. the Packers, they were good to go in the first half. They were yeah. they were going back and forth, and then they went off the rails. <laughs> uh, let's see, Colts at Titans. Uh, no, nah, the Colts got too many issues at quarterback. Uh, okay. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tennessee, especially since Tennessee beat Seattle yeah. in Seattle. That right. is no easy feat. That is not easy to do. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Tennessee going. with you. Yeah, Tennessee with you. Uh, Chargers at Chiefs. The Chargers lost um, to the Cowboys, mm-hmm. but the Chargers are a good football team. They are, and the Chiefs. You know. The Chiefs have all these explosive pieces, but it just it feels like they're missing something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. Should they end up back, you know, in the Super Bowl on paper? Yeah. Right. But I still want to see more out of them. I, I think they beat the Chargers, but I, I feel like it's going to be a game. It's going to be a close one. I feel like it's going to be a game because I've seen Herbert make some crazy throws. Yeah. I'm like, yo, and you know, and 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 Joey Bosa didn't didn't make anything, didn't make any noise last week. So I know he's looking to get back and make some noise this week. So heck, I think the next couple of years, next maybe I'm gonna say three to five years. That, that division actually might be a toss-up. Yo, the AFC West is gonna end up looking like this season maybe the best division in football. Yeah, so they look they look tough. Uh Saints at Patriots. Do New Orleans get – are their coaches back? I think they get their coaches back. Okay. I think people don't realize how big of a difference that made. They just lost to Carolina. I'm not saying Carolina's bad. They obviously are a good football team. Right. Uh, playing good football early on the season. But what we saw from the Patriots – I mean, I'm sorry, what we saw from the Saints and Jameis' first outing this season mm-hmm. – you know, with the four or five touchdowns, and we didn't see anything like that. Right. It was like, what happened? So look for them to get back on track. I'm going to okay. go with the Saints. Yep. Bill Belichick's a tough, tough guy to play against, especially if you're not an already established quarterback. And then right. New England, New England's a tough place to play because the Patriots always get these BS calls that no one, no one like, like the refs. Yep. I'm telling you, anybody in this league is playing this league knows that you go to New England, you go to Foxborough, you got to play the Patriots. It's all gonna, just not going to get any calls. Like, yeah. expect it. You just better be better than them. Yeah. So I look for this to actually be a close game, but I also look for the Saints to be able to win because I think Mac Jones will eventually make some rookie mistakes. And, yeah. And that defense, uh, led by Cam Jordan, who's a good friend of mine. Yeah. We were teammates together. That's my dog. And I remember he, he posted something after the loss last week. Like, yo, I'm this happen again. And I know right. Cam, he's going to come out rocking. Yeah. He's going to get a long day for Mac Jones, I promise like you. Like I said, he's he's an animal. He is. Uh, Falcons at Giants. They both lose. They're both right. awful. <laughs> Somehow they both lose this game. It's a draw. Yeah. Both teams suck. Matt Ryan is a uh-huh. better overall quarterback than Daniel Jones. So generally speaking, in a quarterback-driven league, you're gonna want to bet on the team that has the the better quarterback. I don't think Matt Ryan's great. I think he's above average. Yeah, but I think he's gonna play better than than Daniel Jones. They also have some, you know, some pretty good receivers, and you know, yeah. This guy, I don't. I, I'm not gonna watch this game. I don't care to watch it. I'm not either. I, I think I went with the Giants. I'll, I'll, give it to the, I'll give it to the Falcons. Falcons. I think I'm, 
I think I went Giants. I'm expecting Saquon to have like the breakout game because I, I feel pe- I feel like people are just like down on him right now and dogging him. So I think this might be we the still game. We haven't seen Saquon really beat Saquon in a while. We haven't since like his rookie year, really. Yes, yeah, because with injuries and everything else, I think I don't know. People were asking like, do do we think it's can we, can we still consider him one of the top? Because I see people putting him like in the top five running backs and stuff before the season starts, and I'm like, really? How? Yeah, it was crazy. It made no sense. Who would have thought? What's this, his third year? Uh, year? Yeah, third year. Ezekiel Elliott came out the year before him? Uh, Yeah. At one point, these two were the best, hottest young backs in the league. Yeah. Four years later, like, if you had to give your list of your top five running backs, I don't know that either one would be on it. I wouldn't have either one of them on it. You know, you'd probably have, like, Derrick Henry and and Chubb and – Kamara, uh, Dalvin Cook. Oh, man, Alvin Kamara. Even Christian McCaffrey. When he's healthy, yeah, is a, a monster. Hell, I throw Aaron Jones up there. Maybe he's he's making a case. Absolutely. So yes. that's who would have thought we'd be here, right? Like yeah. I would never. That's crazy. <laughs> it is tough. Uh, this next one, Cincinnati uh, at Pittsburgh. So I guess they're gonna probably give Haskins a start. Okay. Because I don't know that Roethlisberger is gonna play. Joe Burrow, Haskins. How about that matchup? Okay, we like it. A couple of former Ohio State boys. Yep. One, one had to leave because the other one was on the rise. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Joe Burrow feels some kind of way about that. Okay. I think there's a little chip on Joe on on on, on Joey B's shoulder about that. I think. The, I think he slings. I think the Bengals come out and win this game. I think. I think Joe Burrow's feeling some kind of way. I picked the Steelers for the sake of my record, but I would not be surprised by everything you just said. Let's, yeah, okay. So that's one we'll go head to head on. I'm, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm going with Joe Burrow. Okay, okay. I think I'm gonna go with Haskins yeah, I, on this. I one. know how that kid's wired, and I know yeah. how it feels to like play against somebody, and you're like, "Yo, that's the motherfucker they said was better than me, and he's the reason I had to leave." Like, nah, nah. It's not I gotta going. remind. I gotta remind people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Cardinals at Jags. Stop it, Cardinals. <laughs> I think I think we're the same on this one. Uh, let's I'm see. I'm not give you any commentary. It, it just is what it is. Uh, let's see. Jets at Broncos. Denver's for real. Yeah, they are. Teddy Bridgewater, my man, sweaty Bridgewater. Yeah. <laughs> he's been looking. He he's been good for a while. He just had to stay healthy. Right. When healthy, like he's always a top tier. You know. Starter in this league as that quarterback. So give me the Broncos. Broncos, I'm gonna go Broncos with you. Uh, Dolphins at your Raiders. Raiders. I'm going Raiders with you. Come on now. Let's see. Okay, this this is the one. Uh, Buccaneers at Rams. At Rams, huh? Yep. They got to go out to LA. Yep. Antonio Brown is on COVID protocols. He's not playing. Nope. I kind of want to flip a coin for this one. I, I, I'm going with Tampa, but uh, it's too tough. It's too tough. All right. You know what? Is it a night game? Uh, it is 425. 425. Give me the, give me the Rams. Give me the Rams? Okay. 
I feel like next week, this is going to be the one we talk about where I'll be telling you you're right again. Give me the brand. I think this is good. Okay, I'm going. I'm going Bucks with this one. Uh, Seattle at Minnesota. Seattle struggled last week. I wanted to see them play better. Okay. I wanted. I'm. 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 Russell Wilson is like he needs to get back on track already. Right. Game week three weeks in. I'm already like right. I need to get back on track. Right. And it just it's not really just him. Obviously the team. I just Seattle team's missing something, but. Mm-hmm. I'll always take Russell Wilson over Kirk Cousins. So yeah. give me Seattle. Okay. Give, go ahead and give me Seattle too. And then the two primetime games, Sunday night football, Green Bay at San Francisco. Ooh. That's a good one. I'm wondering if the Aaron Jones score is going to continue. San Fran's, I think San Fran has a better defense. I think uh I think AR got a little cocky after this, after yeah. this past win against Detroit. Now right. he's talking crazy in the media all week. Uh-uh. Give me San Fran. Uh, and who's the other game? Go ahead and give me Green Bay for that. I think the Aaron Jones tour continues. Okay, okay. Uh, but like I said, that defense is crazy. And then the last Monday night game, uh, Philadelphia at Dallas. Dallas is playing some good football. I'm yeah. not a Cowboys fan. Dallas is playing some good football. Okay. And 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 Zeke just got challenged by Z- by Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones said Pollard's looking real good and not. No knock on Zeke, but man, this Pollard kid's really coming on. I know what he's doing. Right. I know what he's doing. I've seen him play these games. Yeah. Zeke's gonna respond. Right. Give me the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys too. Uh, I want to. I want to see CD Lamb. I want to see what he does. I got him. I decided to put him up in fantasy this week. So hopefully. CD Lamb special. Yeah. He's a dog. He's special. He is a dog. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode then of uh, the Pylon Podcast. Like I said, Jay, thank you oh, for God. for always joining me. I love to come on here and tell you the the games that you get right and your predictions you get right. Cause you, you seem to have a lot of them. You know what, man, there's a story to an NFL game and an NFL season. And if you've right. seen enough of the stories, it starts to read like an open book. Yep. Absolutely. Not saying I know all of it, but I do have a good idea. Usually how that thing going to play out. I feel like you have a crystal ball somewhere down there. Uh, <laughs> I ain't got a crystal ball. When you're old like me and you just seen a lot of football, you start to know what to look for. Sure. Like I said, I learned a lot from you listening to you. So thank you again for joining me, Jay, on here. Like I said, great co-host as always. Um, And where can people find your content on your social medias and everything? Oh, you can find me on IG at jrichardson99. Or you can go on YouTube and check out the Reality Check podcast with myself, my co-host, Maurice Claret. Got some fantastic content for you guys. Just go on there and look up Reality Check or look up the Champ Program. Yep. You can see our workouts as, as well. Um, you know, I'm a fitness guy. Hey, you, you guys have lots of great content. I need to come get it in with you guys at some point. You no, know, I got a gym membership. You know what I mean? I still I try to keep it together. Pumping. You so, got to look good in the suits. Uh, check me out. Yeah, yes, man. Sir. You can't be the chubby guy in the suit. Got to make sure you <laughs> have button. You know what time it is. Hey, I hear you. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Pylon Podcast, and we'll see you guys next week.